Welcome to Embrace the Spiritual Podcast. Join friends Michelle and Dawn as they share tips on how you too can open your heart, raise your vibration, and reclaim your sovereignty. Hear what they have experienced and overcome in their spiritual journeys while navigating this expansive spiritual multiverse. Discover how they transform their soul lessons from ordinary into extraordinary. Follow, subscribe, and share Embrace the Spiritual podcast on all streaming services, including YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Go to EmbraceTheSpiritual.com for bonus content and a list of upcoming episodes. To book an aura regression, raw Reiki, or Akashic reading with Dawn, go to her website, alchemy-sacredsound.com. And to book an aura regression, raw Reiki, Akashic reading, or to do a home or pet clearing, visit Michelle on her website at energeticembrace.com. Welcome to our next episode that we are calling Being in Surrender. You're probably thinking, what in the world does that mean? Well, that's what we're going to talk about. What does it mean to be in surrender? This is all connected to manifestation, conscious languaging, all these things that we've already talked about. But you've probably heard the saying, give it over to the divine, be in surrender to something. So we want to talk about what that looks like, but also what it doesn't look like. Because being in surrender is so many things that, you know, maybe your life is flowing full of magic and things are happening, you're manifesting, or you could feel like that salmon trying to swim upstream and you feel like you're just never getting to the top and you're just constantly, constantly working. So the difference really between the two is one has been kind of in surrender, but the other one is maybe giving up their power or trying to control. I like to think of this from the perspective of how much am I trying to control? We talked about this in manifesting, that manifesting really you have to allow the universe to figure out how the thing you're manifesting is going to come to fruition. So what does that really mean? The how is not our business. And when we are trying to control the how, that is when either we get blocked in trying to do something or life, you are that salmon swimming upstream, life gets harder, things keep getting reflected back to you that you actually don't want. And really, that's just the universe saying, you're trying to control this. And this is the way it's looking. So think of the universe as you know, that bird in the sky that can see the path way ahead of you or the potential path, because of course, we could have several timelines, every decision we make could take us down another fork in the road. Why not have that bird who can see further out of potential assisting you in manifesting because when we try to control and not surrender to the divine then we are actually limiting ourselves because what if that thing you go down a different path and you meet your twin flame so we just had a beautiful episode with uh, twin flames that you know they had a rough road getting to each other but if they didn't go down that road they wouldn't have found each other so sometimes you have to go down those roads so to me being in surrender you're surrendering that conditioning that programming that we've been subjected to our lives, you're surrendering your past failures, which really failures are opportunities. Okay, I tried that, it didn't work. And if you didn't try and quote unquote fail, 
then you wouldn't see that there's possibly another way to do things. And surrendering those expectations. Expectations are so, just think of them as like putting a sack of potatoes on your shoulders and walking around. That's what expectations are. We're usually tough on ourselves. We put these expectations on that we think we need to please others. So surrendering that. Don't have those kinds of expectations because when we have expectations really we are trying to control situations. So when you think of the word control, a lot of people, you kind of get your back up. I mean, I don't like to be controlled. And that's really what expectations is. Expectation is you saying that you want it to happen a certain way. And it may or may not be the best thing for your highest timeline. So surrender to me, quite simply, stop trying to figure out everything ahead of time. We are losing being in the present moment. And when we're not in the present moment, we don't see those opportunities that the universe is trying to present to ourselves. And I am right with not being able to surrender. I know people are probably going to be like, what? Shock. But I, I have a hard time. I mean, you know, my childhood was hard. And the thing, only things that I could control, you know, I tried to control them the best that I could, you know. So it is like it is a programming that I'm still trying to break and to, you know, let go. And there's some things that like easy to let go of, like, okay, I can let go of that finding the property, I felt the pull in my heart, and it appeared. And now, you know, we have the property and there's some things that have to line up in place. And I know I need to call in some things to happen. And it may not be on the timeline I want, you know, because we are in a physical world and what my timeline and what you know, the getting people to help out or even just, you know, trying to figure out the problems that need to be solved are really tough. So I'm just, you know, saying universe, this is what needs to happen. Help us out and just letting it go. And it's hard. And, you know, I, every night I, I need to manifest these things to happen and let it go. But I rem it reminded me of when I was working a job in a grocery store and I knew I needed to leave. And it was just like, I had been looking for over two years for a job. And it was just like, when is this going to happen? And it took two years and it felt right. Even though it was a stepping stone job and it wasn't like the best job, it was still a job that I needed to get to see that I could be worth more than what I was making at the grocery store. And it was a lot of lessons of, I never want to be treated like that. It always is, you know, that honeymoon phase of a job and then it's over. But there are jobs that you can find that the honeymoon phase will not end. Yes, you have like, you know, a tough time, but it's not all the time. So there's always going to be a toughness in a job or situations, but how your attitude or your gratitude is. Are you grateful for having a job? You know, a lot of times you think like, oh, this really is horrible and it sucks. There are people out there who do not have jobs, who don't have cars, who don't have things lined up because of their choices and they need help, but they're willing to ask for help. Are you willing to ask for help if you need it? You know, I don't know what your situation is. Think about, you know, what's going on in your life. Are you going to ask for help and even help from the universe? Will you help me? I need to do this. I'm not healthy you help me? I am not enjoying my job. Please help me. You have to let the universe know that you're done repeating this cycle so that it can start moving things to make it work for you. And you have to, you know, let the universe know. It's it's not a mind reader. I have a friend who's like, I need a new job. And I'm like, well, it takes time. 
but you have to put it out there that you're looking, you know, and you have to, it's like every day, even if you just keep saying the same jobs over and over again, you got to do the pursuing of what you want because it will come to you. And it might be like a quick little like, oh, there it is. And then it's gone. So you have to put it out there into the universe. So it's a surrender of, I know what's going to happen. This is what I want. Show me it. And you know, energy moves slow, energy moves fast. You never know how quickly it's going to move, but don't, don't miss it. And don't, um, I know a lot of people are not confident in their self-knowing, so they might let a beautiful job opportunity pass themselves. You know, it's like that story where God, you know, the guy's on the roof and the water's rising and he's like, well, I sent you this, I sent you that, I sent you that. And then he ends up in heaven. And he's like, why didn't you take the three things I sent you? Don't let that ship sail past. That's going to save you. That was sent for you. You know, you have to be, no, that inner knowing is so important when you are trying to shift, get in touch with yourself, know yourself, meditate is a beautiful way to be in the surrender because all you have to do is close your eyes and quiet your mind. And even if you're just listening to music or meditation, focus in what you want and then let it go. The universe will show you that may not make sense at the time, but it will make sense sometime. Beautiful. And remember that, you know, meditating can be as simple as that quiet time in the shower. How many times do you hear that people get brilliant ideas or solve a problem that they're having in the shower? So it can mean many things. I know sometimes people, I can't meditate. I can't calm my mind. I was one of those people. There was years ago, I couldn't. My brain was in overdrive. And it does take practice. And don't judge yourself even a little bit at a time. That's all you need. Even driving, driving. I mean, how many times do you drive and go, well, I don't remember the last, you know, five or six miles, or I don't remember passing that building that I know I would have passed. So be aware, listen to that gut intuition. So I love that you brought up meditation as one of those tools to help in surrendering. And I want to be really, really clear on something. When we talk about, you know, spiritually surrendering, we are not talking about giving up your free will or giving your power to somebody else. That is not what we're talking about. Please don't do that. Don't sacrifice that part of you because when you're doing that, it's not in your highest timeline. Let me put it that way. One of the sayings that we used to share with the kids when they were playing sports, we have a highly competitive family, so it's kind of interesting. You know, you want to always perform at your highest level. And one of the sayings that I'd come across years ago, and I don't know who, if it came from somebody specific to give credit, but I'm going to share it, is you can't control the uncontrollables. You can't control the uncontrollables. Let that sink in because I think so many times whether it's things that are happening in the world, we can't control it. But what you can control is your reactions to it, the energy you're putting to it. So that's the part of free will. So I want to make sure that surrendering is not those things. So you may be wondering, okay, this sounds all fine and dandy. You guys have done the work. This is much easier. Dawn said, you know, she still works at it. I still work at it. It's not a one and done. It's something that you have to remember to can consistently do. And that's really what it is. It's consistency because that consistency in 
what you're wanting to create, the universe sees that easier because then you're committed. So it's not that you have to barricade yourself up in your home and, you know, withdraw from your life so that nothing else is influencing you because really that's that's not healthy either. So it's just about letting go of those things that you can't control. And when you can't change something, sometimes we just need to say, okay, that's what it is right now. What can I do? I can't change maybe the outcome. So surrender, that's part of surrendering, is you are surrendering your attachment to what the outcome is. That is really what we're saying is surrender that outcome to the universe, to the divine, you know, God consciousness, whatever you want to call it, and trust that along the way, there are going to be some hidden blessings and silver linings appear. And when we're in that present moment, they become easier to see. So it is practice. Beautiful. I love it. And as you were talking and talking about meditation, I thought play is so important. And you're like, what? Play or I'm an adult? Well, I went to my property and what was I doing? Digging crystals and leaving around like a billy goat and playing in the creek. And it's just something so simple as like going hunting because I, you know, been watching videos on rock hounding and play is just so important as adults because we forget to do it. Even like enjoying the smell of flowers is so important. Enjoy where you are. Like we are driving home and can't remember what state we're in, but also my husband's like, I don't remember like there are many houses on the hill. And I'm just like, Oh, you're right. And we've driven this way like a lot of times. So taking awareness of your surroundings, what's going on, just living in the moment of, wow, that's really cool. Or I'm enjoying this moment in time. And a lot of uh, living in the moment. So we were at a conference and we have a lot of friends. And as I mentioned before, and Sunday night, we were supposed to go out and have Mexican. And I'm like, on it. So I'm like, you know what I want to do? Because I was like, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? You know what my higher self said? You want to get a salad, have a cookie and eat in bed. And I said, you know what? It's a perfect evening. So that's what my husband and I did was we got a salad. I ate in bed. He worked on uh, his business stuff. I read a book and it was like the perfect evening instead of like going to a restaurant and have and having it being extremely loud. And I didn't know if I was going to be able to eat anything off the menu because it was Mexican and I couldn't pre-look at the menu. And I'm really picky about my food. And it's really difficult to take me anywhere as my husband and I joke around, but I'm I'm very food sensitive. So I know that about myself. Like I have to be, you know, it's got to be semi, you know, healthy. And and I know the one restaurant has, you know, they get their stuff from the local farmers. And I thought, I know I could trust that salad, but I don't know if I can trust the Mexican and it's Mexican. It can go either way. It's going to be really good. Or you're going to be like traveling on the way home and stopping at every rest stop and McDonald's in between. (laughs) So I honored myself and I had like the best time that evening it was just so relaxing and, and it just, it was really the perfect and trusting and surrendering can be that simple. You don't have to make it complicated. It doesn't have to be like, you know, I'm hiking to Mount Everest and, you know, I'm going to go meditate with the the goats there. It can be as simple as just honoring what you need in that moment in time and space and just enjoying it to its fullest like we did. So think of what you want in that moment in time and space when you are feeling unhappy and what would make you happy. And that's all I did because I was just like, I don't know if this felt right and it didn't. I like that you brought up the feelings because that was literally on my list to talk about. That's Well, as you were talking, that song from the kids movie, Let It Go, started playing in my head, Let It Go. And 
really that's what surrendering is. It's not about burying your feelings, like Dawn said. Don't suppress them. If you need to almost grieve the loss that you know you've attached some emotional thing to an outcome, maybe you need to grieve that it might not look that way. And that's okay because you do get emotionally invested in what those outcomes look like. So in order to disconnect from that, you may feel like you're going through a bit of a grieving process. So be gentle with yourself if that's, you know, you're not wrong. Nothing is wrong in this process. It'll happen the way it needs to happen for you. But really that key is to acknowledge how you're feeling, just like Dawn did in that situation. Face it and say, no, I'm going to honor what feels good for me. Because again, who knows what opportunities could arise from going for salad, right? You don't know. And don't play the what if game either, because you're just going with how you feel. So really, really be aware if you feel that you're suppressing or bearing those feelings, because that probably means you need to address them or if something's triggered you about a situation. Okay, maybe just check in. Do I have expectations around that? Am I trying to control the outcome? And if it's maybe or a yes, well, it's a yes, unless it's an outright no. But even a no, you could be trying to kid yourself. So don't do that. Really letting it go for me is clearing out and changing those lower vibration patterns that could be holding me back. If you look at something and say, is this a little bit of a habit that I'm doing? Is this something that I kind of do unconsciously? The word addiction has such negative connotations, but really addiction is a habit that something is going on and on and you maybe struggle or have a difficult time releasing or changing that habit. If you want to have a session with Don or I, certainly book that if you feel that you need some quantum energy healing and assistance. The angels are always there. Like Dawn said, the angels can't infringe upon our free will. We need to ask them. So ask the angels. Maybe it's just a blanket statement. I ask my angels to support me in releasing all lower vibration thoughts, patterns, and habits. And I like to add through all time and space. As we know, we're multidimensional beings. So adding that through all time and space, then it kind of clears those patterns. So letting it go, it's very difficult for people. At the end of the day, on one level, we can only control ourselves, but we can't control how others perceive us, the expectations. So we can only control how we respond and look at situations. Nobody can make us feel that. We are feeling a certain way, maybe because we're triggered and we haven't let go of an expectation. So I think those are some things that you can do just to check in on situations. And when you become more in the present moment of awareness of those things, it's the year of the dragon, we've talked about this, things are going to shift quickly. So if you're ready, allow them to shift quickly. But don't forget to ask your angels. They're there. They're the birds in the sky that can see what's all around us energetically on different dimensional levels. So ask them for help. They love helping us. And they love you so much that they're there at a moment's notice. That is so true. We had a woman come through and I felt like she was really guarded. And she was like, oh, I really like that bracelet. And I, I didn't think that she was going to come back and get it. And then she was uh, with her husband working the show. And a friend of mine came to visit and I was showing her stuff. And she came up to me. She's like, I bought the bracelet. And she was I could tell she was so excited. She had shifted her energy from when I first saw her. And because she had tapped into that energy, the angels started talking to me. 
And they're like, tell her that bracelet's going to bring her good luck and to tell her that it is okay to, to ask for help. I could tell that she had been going through something and she was not asking for help. And I said, you know, your guides, I'm like the angels, they they want you to talk to them. I'm like, they're just waiting to hear from you. And then, because my angels are, you know, always joking around. They're like, except for you, Dawn, because you asked too much. And I'm like, we're talking about this later. <laughs> <laughs> you asked too much. Okay, then. <laughs> Well, you know, like sometimes it's like, am I asking too much or are they just being really, really, just really talkative and loquacious in the moment? So, um, but it was beautiful. And she, I could tell it was a huge shift that she needed to have. So I'm happy that they spoke up when it was needed to be shared. And I hope that she, you know, remembers, you know, our little interaction because a lot of people forget, like, that's the thing. We live in such, I'm hearing like chaos in our heads that we create, that we forget, that we always have help that is literally a thought away. And even in your dreams, you could ask for help. I lost my voice in a dream, but I knew in my head that I could ask the angels and I did. And they came through and I felt their energy. So just remember, when you're having a hard time, a difficult situation or something that you're just like, I'm unsure of, ask them. And they, they said they would also like to hear from you on good days. You know, they're, they're always standing by. And if you want to share something, they would love to hear from you. <laughs> but they will always be here to assist us in every step. They are always watching. But if you don't take the step to contact them, they cannot over infringe and contact you unless you are ready. Like with that woman, she opened her heart enough and they knew that she would be listening to what I was bringing forth. So live knowing that with that knowledge that at any moment that you need help, they will talk to you. Oh, I love that story that she was so excited. And when you live in that excitement of, you know, she really wanted it. And I suspect, because many of us do this, there was probably some of that, am I worthy? Do I really want to spend that money? Do I really need it? Well, when it comes to Crystal, do, do we ever really need? Yes, we do. It's not a want. It's absolutely we need it. When those crystals talk to us, it's for a reason. They're calling to us. So that's so cute. A couple things that I wanted to share about, you know, moving towards spiritually surrendering or being in surrender. As humans in our kind of 3D world, we are fixated on setting goals. There is not saying goals are bad, but when we fixate on them, what are we doing? we're fixating on the outcome. And that's actually blocking the ability for the divine to come in and create a beautiful experience over what that could look like versus what we think the goal is. So that acronym of a SMART goal, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time-bound, I think those are good elements. And it's almost like we need to focus more on those elements of the goal versus the goal and the outcome. So when we fixate, we're trying to control. So that's our thinking brain is kind of getting in the way and potentially us missing completely what we're meant to find. So I wanted to bring that up around goals because goals are kind of counterintuitive to being in surrender. But they're important from the perspective when you're maybe you still create the goal but what is the feeling? Pay attention to the feeling about how would you feel accomplishing that goal? Whatever it looks like, how that, you know, 
measurement of accomplishment looks like. That's kind of controlling the outcome, but go about how it feels, how it makes you feel. So even losing weight, you know, that's a huge one for people. We fixate on, I want to be this target weight, right? So maybe it's 20 pounds. Let's call it for an example. At the end of the day, why do you want to lose the weight? You want to feel better. You want to look better, fit your clothes better. Those are typically things that come with weight loss. But what about along the way, you know, maybe you buy a couple items of clothing, maybe a top and a bottom, an outfit that fits you really well at that size, because it's pretty difficult. So many people have pants in their closet that are three sizes too small because they want to fit into it. But at the same time, they've got their backup, you know, <laughs> pants from two sizes bigger than maybe what you are currently. Well, what do you tell the universe? Well, I kind of want it, but I don't know if I can get there. So I'm going to keep these other backup pants. But if we stay in the moment and say, okay, maybe I've lost five pounds and Again, if you are doing weight loss, measure because you can lose inches, not just pounds. So don't get stuck on that. But really the point is you want to look and feel good. So do things that help you look and feel good. When you buy a really well-fitting outfit, even if you're not at maybe your target weight or whatever that looks like, that's okay. Because when you feel good, guess what? That's going to help the process even more. So that fixating on goals can can block things so we want to again get back to that feeling. I know Don this came up on my list and you were talking about letting go of fear. So I'll let Don share that part but fear is a big reason that we aren't surrendering to the divine. Why don't you share with us what your thoughts were on fear as it relates to being in surrender? Fear came up a lot when I was you know, on this trip, people just the fear of, you know, I don't want to get sick. I don't want this to happen. I don't want that to happen. But because you're focusing on it, you are literally going to make yourself sick instead of being empowered and being like, I'm healthy. I'm happy. I am living my divine life. I'm taking care of my divine body. That's my joke. I always say like, why would I want to eat that? I'm, you know, I'm a temple. Like I wouldn't want to put that in my mouth. <laughs> That's how I go. You know, I go shopping and I go cooking. Like, you know, I am a temple. Would the temple accept this? No? Okay. Don't worry. I do eat sweets occasionally. I'm not like, you know, totally crazy, slightly crazy. Um, but a lot of people bring in that, you know, they the worry. Worrying is creating a timeline and a manifesting and not living in surrender. So if you are a worrier, and I was a worrier, I was a classic in the closet worrier about everything, but I also lived a life that was not, I had zero control. Would we have a home? Would we not have a home? Would there be food on the plate? Would there not be food on the plate? That And as a child, it is a programming because you don't know what's happening because your parents have not taken the responsibility and provided a secure and healthy life for you. And now that that is gone, and I do control all those things, the programming is still hidden about silly things. Are we going to have enough money to pay the bills? We ask. We always have. This XYZ going to break down when we take a trip. Even if it does, it's not a big deal. You know, we went to stay checking out area last year and we left the trunk, the trunk of the car open. Battery died. We're in the middle of literally nowhere and we could not get a jump because the jumper cables were not long enough. So we had to call AAA. And we had a wonderful two and a half hour talk with the hostess at the Airbnb. So sometimes it is a blessing in disguise of it is okay to let go. And we had the most beautiful trip on the way home. And, you know, this time 
We plugged in our GPS and we just went with it. Yes, we ran into traffic. Sometimes it was a little confusing because, you know, we use Waze and sometimes it's like, this lane is blocked. Well, what do you mean the lane is blocked? Like both lanes, one lane? Uh, That was new uh, for us. And you can't control it. Just be aware that something's coming up and the signs are all showing that you got to slow down. So slow down, down. And I always think of like, you know, when people talk about not being in surrender, I imagine this car, you floor it just to get to screech to a halt at a stoplight. And then you floor it and then you screech to halt, halt at a stoplight. Why? Why don't you just like coast? Give your car a little, you know, like chance to chill out and enjoy, you know, the scenery. That's what I like driving is like enjoying the scenery, seeing the sights. And since I'm doing energy work, you know, not consenting to things that I know are on a low vibrational path. And hopefully by doing that, raising the vibration. I know that I went and um, we were doing energy work at the, a friend came to visit and we were doing energy work at the inn and and the pictures were telling us stories. And I was like having deja vu. And when, when you are having deja vu, that is a confirmation of I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing on this timeline. And and then we, you know, we got up to the second floor of where we were clearing out energy. And I'm like, are we meant to go continue? Because there was still like three more floors to do. Or is it okay? You know, like, had we set the energy in place to clear out all that? And could we go on to what we were originally going to do? And they said, yes. So it is always living in that moment, like feeling it out, even if it's like the simplest thing uh, as doing energy work. You know, sometimes when I go shopping, my husband's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. Like the energy is pulling me this way. I'm like, I got to walk this way. And he doesn't understand. I'm like, I don't know either. I'm like, it seems like I'm, you know, taking a maze to get to this one part. But for whatever reason, I had to walk down that aisle and do whatever. Because I mean, it was a really joyous trip. Like I laughed, people were laughing, like it was just happy and giddy. And honestly, we had no expectations because the angels said it would all work out to be what it was. And that is like, I think like the perfect trip. Like, how can you ask for anything more? We were living in the moment. We were laughing. We were enjoying ourselves. We were living as sovereign beings saying no when we didn't feel like doing anything. And, you know, and I realized like, I'm never going to be like, my friends and the artists that we know. And that's okay because we're living a different life. We're on a different path. And that's my, like, I chose this path and I love it and I would never turn back. So enjoy what you have. Enjoy the path that you're walking on and don't sweat the small stuff. And remember when you feel fear, it's just an opportunity to recognize that you aren't trusting the universe. Either you don't believe in what you actually want, and so then you try to control it. So when you have that fear and worry, it's an opportunity to just check in and go, okay, am I trying to control something? Am I creating a timeline I don't want? And the trick is really to, you know, part of that letting go is forget what you think you need and ask the universe that's we keep repeating this ask the universe to show you what you need because it could be different than what you're thinking so i think as far as takeaways to putting this into practice in your own life i'd say the first step is that when you're feeling that fear check in what is it that is maybe blocking the second thing i would do is appreciate what you do have in this time and space so When we're focusing on those goals and outcomes, our mind and our energy is living in a potential future instead of now. So when we celebrate and have gratitude, we've talked about this before, when you have gratitude, 
you're raising your vibration and you know tell people around you how much you love and appreciate them and as dawn said having that joy when you have joy it brings love and that higher frequency of vibration and that is a beautiful place for manifesting it's raising your vibration so that would be the second piece of advice that i'd have and recognize those obstacles because you know that big so-called boulder in front of you that you think oh, i'm never going to get to you know manifest whatever maybe it's because you're supposed to go somewhere else like don said if something gets thrown in your way oh well maybe i'm supposed to take a detour or Maybe you are supposed to trust your intuition and not see that as an actual obstacle. So this is all practice. We're not saying this is easy, snap your fingers, it's done. But when you can be in the moment and recognize those things and see if you need to shift directions. When we can recognize those failures, those obstacles as opportunity to find deeper meaning, personal growth, that is where we grow. And when we grow, we're surrendering more to the universe when we allow ourselves to change. I can tell you no one person is perfect at any moment. They tell you they are, then they're really living in their kind of egoic thinking mind and they're not truly living from their heart. So when you can connect to that higher purpose by working through those obstacles and those triggers, because triggers are just things coming to the surface for you to address and heal. That's all they are. And you say, thank you for showing me that. I didn't realize that I hadn't fully healed that. I will work on that and ask the angels for their help with that. Asking the universe for a sign. You know, the, the angels are giving Dawn a hard time about asking too much, but ask for a sign. That's okay. Sometimes we expect a sign to happen without really asking for it. You know, they're kind of mind readers, but they're not. They still want you to put that intent. So, you know, if it's, Dawn has talked about this in previous episode of seeing eagle. So a lot of people have eagles that are their signs for that they're on the right path. Feathers, dimes, whatever. The point is, it's okay to ask the universe for those signs. But if you're not living in the moment, you might miss it. So it's all about being in the moment. And when you think you've surrendered, surrender some more. It's having that trust in the universe. And we strengthen that relationship through that trust and releasing the control of the outcome and the expectations. But it is practice. Practice every day, multiple times during the day, and just allow the universe to co-create with you what is for your highest good. Because when you elevate and raise your vibration to that place of love and joy, magic happens. So while you were talking, the angels showed me letting go, write it down, and then burn it, bury it, rip it up, put it in the ocean, whatever you need to do to let go of what is holding you back. Sometimes people need a physical action to have the energetic action flow. Perfect way is writing down the programming, the fear, what you have a hard time letting go of, what you need to change, and then, you know, have the universe take care of it. And signs is so such a good thing because I last year said, show me bluebirds, and I can't remember what it was, you know, and this means this is going to happen. And I'm doing my shields uh, yesterday morning and I hear like two birds and I take off my glasses and I'm like, I see this like zooming of blue and what's there? 
not one, but a male and a female bluebird checking out this house and they don't like people. So, and we were about 15 feet away. So I'm like, oh my goodness, if this is not a sign, you know, and they were there for about five minutes. I'd, I'd stopped and I'm like, oh, like I got to watch them and see what they're doing. And they were so cute because they were chattering to each other. And I'm like, okay, like I got to understand. <laughs> so signs, you know, are a beautiful way that the universe will communicate to you that you are on the right path. So if you're trying to change something, say, show me a cardinal, show me something that is not like a robin. You know, I couldn't do a robin because I'd see them every day. <laughs> Well, unless the universe was like, yeah, bad choice. We're never showing you Robins for a long time. <laughs> but something that's kind of like out of the ordinary, that it would have to be divine timing. And it, it will show you. Like on this trip all the way there, I kept seeing 11, 11, 11. The numbers would like equal up to 11, 11, 10, 10, 8, 8, 8. And it was just like, we're supposed to be here. And we had been talking about like, should we do this show? Should we not do this show? It is a lot of work, pre-work, during work, and post-work. Since my husband teaches a class, we have to set up beforehand, beforehand, teach the class, make sure everything's set up for the next day, get up really early. for So he teaches for another couple of hours, and then a break, and then the show is on. But obviously, the universe said, you need to be doing this for whatever reason. You're you are needed in this moment in time and space. So we're going to keep doing it because energetically they're saying your work is not done. And I'm like, all right. Love it. So final thoughts for me, let go, surrender, appreciate those triggers and obstacles as opportunities for growth and work on trusting yourself, trusting the universe and be present. Let go of controlling the outcomes. And as you practice this and the more you ask for guidance, the more guidance you will receive. Stay tuned next time as we talk about the awakening of the soul. What is it? Will it happen to you? And what it means when it starts happening? Follow, subscribe, and share Embrace the Spiritual Podcast on all streaming services, including YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Go to EmbraceTheSpiritual.com for bonus content and a list of upcoming episodes. To book an aura regression, raw Reiki, or Akashic reading with Dawn, go to her website, alchemy-sacredsound.com. And to book an aura regression, raw Reiki, Akashic reading, or to do a home or pet clearing, visit Michelle on her website at energeticembrace.com. With infinite love and gratitude, thank you for joining us.